0: and welcome to another episode of Graduating and Growth. My name is Via Kettner and I'm the host of this podcast. Today, I will be talking to a very special person in my life and discussing her life and journey towards where she is now. It's my big and my great friend named Sarah Lavilla. She's my fashion inspiration, my mom, my favorite triplet, and she's just a one of a kind young woman that I really aspire to be like one day. We're talking about everything regarding music, your freshman year experience, greek life internships and opportunities in leadership roles since recording this podcast sarah has accepted a role working for the brand express at their corporate office as a production assistant on their accessories team please welcome my favorite human being the wonderful and amazing and ambitious and ever so kind sarah Lavilla. everybody, and welcome to another episode of Graduating and Growth. I have the most amazing human being in the entire world. Her name is Sarah LaVilla, and she is my big in my sorority, and she's just so accomplished by the age of 21 that I just had to have her on. Um, before we get started, we tried to, probably tried to take this about 10 times because it keeps <laughs> echoing because we're in the same room together and we can't just not get excited about talking to each other. So before this even episode starts, I just want to say I apologize for the echo, but I wanted to be authentic and real and us be able to just have some fun together. So Sarah, tell us a little about yourself. Where are you from?
1: Hi guys. Well, first and foremost, thanks Via, for having me on. I'm so <laughs> excited. Um, but yeah, so I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio. So I'm from a smaller city near Dayton called Beaver Creek. Um, honestly, it was a pretty small town feel for me growing up because I grew up next to a cornfield. I was born and raised in the same house. So m- <laughs> going to college, a highlight of Ohio, going to college <laughs> is the first time I really got the chance to experience that big change in growth. So.
0: Yeah, and um, I know you mentioned you're from Beaver Creek, and I know that I remember in high school, I was in part of show choir, and I was in show choir in high school, so I've been to Beaver Creek, so the cornfields are a real highlight of Ohio, because <laughs> I also lived by them as well. But, you know, leadership and um, was a big thing about um, your high school experience, so, like, what were you involved in? Like, what made you get yourself out there?
1: I was literally involved in Anything and everything I could possibly be involved in. I played sports all throughout high school. I was on a volleyball team. I ran track and cross country. I was also really big into music. So I've been, I've been studying music since, honestly, since I was like seven. I have to I- stop you right
0: there. Because if anybody follows Sarah LaVilla on Instagram, <laughs> if you scroll all the way down. I'm deleting it. Instagram, <laughs> You will find her singing an opera song. And she is phenomenal. And so if you get the chance, do it because I'm her biggest fan.
1: (laughs) It's literally 15 seconds from when I was 16, but...
0: Yeah, I hope she never deletes it because I've told literally everybody that she does that, and they're like, oh, What? And I'm like,
1: Yeah, she does. She's so cool. I'm convinced people at college need to work for the FBI because I've never told anyone that I sing, <laughs> obviously, besides like via asking or something like that. And everyone somehow knows. They're like, Yeah, you sing opera. I'm like, How did you find that out? It was like seven <laughs> years <don't> ago. <laughs> it's all because of this girl (laughs) but yeah so i was um yeah really involved in music growing up all throughout high school i studied um classical voice and opera i did like voice competitions things like that i was in different choirs i played violin for seven years um so music was a really big part of my life i also was um part of things like nhs um, and student, like student leadership. So I was involved with a lot. I loved keeping myself busy. And I think that really set the tone for when I went to college. I wanted to keep that going.
0: Right, right, right. And the cool thing about, um, you know, your dynamic of your family was that you have two
1: sisters and they're both very, very involved in music as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, uh, my family's very close. So my (laughs) two sisters, we actually are triplets. We're all the same age. So growing up, um, I think that's part of why we, all three of us did so many different extracurriculars. They were so different. I think part of growing up as a triplet is you really struggle with like identity and trying to,
0: you know. Be your dis- own self while you're yeah be us, these two right. people.
1: Be your own person. Cause you know, you're always referred to as like the triplets or the Lavilla sisters. So it was like, we all really wanted to kind of like s- strike our own path out and be our own person and we got to express ourselves through all the things we were involved in
0: yeah that's like that's so cool and the funniest thing is that one of sarah's sisters actually goes to uc and she works or she used to at least i'm not quite sure if you works there now still but i don't think she did because of covid and everything but her sister used to work at starbucks and so every time i knew like loki knew her hours of her shifts so like once a week i'd stop by to get a free drink and that was the <laughs>
1: best thing ever <laughs> i miss her working that job megan you're clutch if you're listening (laughs) shout out Megan the homie friend of the pod (laughs) um
0: so I know we just talked about you know your family um being a triplet and your identity within all of that and you know your leadership experience all throughout high school and like you know the biggest thing when you go to high school is like you're trying to figure out you know who you are and what you want to do and who you want to be so how did you kind of come to you know
1: your major now which is business I'm gonna be honest, I feel like, so I wanted to be in healthcare. I, growing up, my dad kind of made it clear that he would really support if all of us were in the healthcare field. I'm not to be like stereotypical, but I'm half Asian. So that was like a career that he was really felt strongly about. And I also loved it. I loved all my anatomy classes in high school. And I looked at all of my colleges thinking I was gonna go into the healthcare field. Literally, last second senior year, I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to go into healthcare. But I had already looked at all the colleges, applied to colleges based on, you know, the healthcare field. And I was lucky enough that UC, I decided I want to go into business. I um, felt like it was the best fit for me because I have a very like entrepreneurial spirit. I really um, wanted to make a difference, but I, I kind of loved. The idea of going to the corporate world so uc had an incredible business program it's one of the best that i've ever looked at and i was lucky enough to get accepted in so i was you know that's how i kind of decided i was going to uc and then um my major quite i just happened to be lucky enough to kind of pick one that i felt sounded very close to what (laughs) i identify with but But um, not everyone, I do understand not everyone has that. I've grown to love it over the years. I'm an operations management major and I have a fashion minor. So um, at school, I've kind of been able to combine, you know, the more analytical logistical side of my, you know, career passion with the creative side in fashion. And what exactly is, you know, operations management? So operations management um, kind of what everyone would most know it for is like logistics. Think of like distribution warehouses, supply chain. Um, Amazon is probably the, like, the leading company in terms of operations and things like that. So basically just think of how you get your products in your hands from where they're man- manufactured overseas.
0: That's like high is so cool it fascinates me
1: (laughs) I it it does not fascinate me (laughs) to each their own (laughs) to each their own is correct
0: (laughs) so you know coming to that decision and deciding to major at that you know um major in operations management and you know what made you choose uc like how many schools did you apply to like what
1: led you to the university of cincinnati so i applied i applied to a ton of schools actually i applied to pretty much every single school in ohio because i wanted i knew i probably wanted to stay close to like my parents um since i said before i'm really close with my family so i really wanted to be close in case something happened or if i wanted to go home for holiday i wanted to be close so i did apply outside of ohio but i pretty much knew i wanted to stay here in in state but um uc i really picked because I I was looking for a program that would help advance me and be able to get a career that I wanted and UC's business program is phenomenal their co-op program is incredible that's really what got me hooked um knowing that they fostered this program that would help you get experience intern experience like while you're in school that really helped prepare you for a career after college and I think that's so cool too
0: that you mentioned you know UC's co-op and UC's business college I mean this isn't supposed to be like a a um podcast about you know why uc is amazing but you know their business college and a lot of their other majors at the university of cincinnati provide a lot of opportunities and they're all great and uc is like one of like the top leading programs yeah. as far as like co-op education which is right. absolutely phenomenal i think they
1: were like the second biggest or second best in the nation like we're rated very highly and i've had uh three four internships in my time here and it's really it's been incredible. I don't think I would have gotten that experience anywhere else. I know. Yeah, I know. I feel like we're like, like hyping up UC. Like, <laughs> i swear this is not an ad for the University of Cincinnati, but, but like we chose
0: it for a reason. Yeah, we chose it for a reason, right? Correct. Um. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember when I was like going and getting ready for college. I applied to like nine schools. And I thought that I was honestly going out of state. And then, flash forward. Here I am, University of Cincinnati. I love you, Go Cats. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, you know, we just talked about, you know, deciding to go to UC and everything like that. And obviously the next step after deciding that, uh, that you're going to college is getting there. <laughs> it's getting there. Um, so before even attending UC, what were you looking to become a part of? Like, What were you looking to get into if you even thought about
1: that? All I knew was that I wanted to be involved. I mean, that was, like I said, a continuation mm-hmm. on from high school. I really had no idea what college had to offer. Um, I did kind of know that I was going to be going in a different direction. I knew I wasn't going to be going into like all the music groups, things like sports. I, knew right, I wasn't going right. to do any of those. So it was kind of really new territory. But, you know, an, any college has so much, so much to offer for you to get involved in. And I wanted to kind of start something new and kind of rebrand myself and be able to experience all that I could. So I really didn't have any idea of what I wanted to be a part of. I just knew I wanted to be a part right. of as much as possible.
0: <laughs> right, right. I completely, completely agree to that. And I love how you just mentioned like rebranding yourself. I think it's like when you're you in high school and you're you, you might have a great experience or you might not have such a great experience. Like college is a great time for you just to become your true, like your true authentic self. And rebranding happens to just about everybody. Everybody figures out more about who they are and who they want to be. And they get to be the person they've always wanted to be. And that's the coolest thing about attending a university. So then like, I knew that I know that you said that you wanted to be involved. So after kind of going to, you know, you see did you end up going to the, um, What's it called? Like the Campus Involvement
1: the, Fair? The Organization yeah, Fair? the org fair. I did. I was like a little college freshman. I went to I everything that, that welcome too. weekend. I went everything. there my <laughs> sophomore year too. Yeah. I mean, they have so many, <laughs> so many, every, like that's where all the organizations are. So if you're looking to get involved, every college has that as a resource for incoming freshmen. So welcome weekend, welcome week, whatever, orientation, take advantage of all of that because it's actually incredible. I That's how I learned about 95% of the things I'm involved with. So that's kind of where I started. I did go. um, But yeah.
0: When you went to college, what was like the biggest kind of realization or thing that you weren't expecting?
1: Uh, So I, this is, I guess, me being a little bit vulnerable. I was so excited to go off to college. I was like, this is a new start. I'm so excited to make all new friends, be involved in all of this stuff. I didn't expect the homesickness that came with it. Um, And I was, I only moved an hour away so I the first semester was a little bit difficult for me I like didn't realize how different things were going to be and how much I would have to kind of adapt in the first semester so that was something that kind of threw me for a loop um my parents did come and visit me I was glad they were close enough but yeah that was something I had never taken into account I was like Oh, I'm not gonna be homesick. I'm basically right next to home, but there's so much that gets thrown at you. It's a really exciting time, but it can also be really scary, and that's okay.
0: Right. And like having somebody in a part of your life, like in the day to day, such as your parents for 18 years, and then, you know, just basically not seeing them every day and you only have, you know, contact with them through a phone call or a FaceTime is, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's, it's scary when you have like your best friend and your best friend's actually like far away and you say, oh, well, um, oh okay bye (laughs) I guess like I'll talk to you I don't know in a week or so or whatever you know going off of there moving into college and living in a dorm what was that experience like for you (laughs) we've talked about this many times (laughs) yes so I
1: (laughs) I feel like most people I dreaded moving into a dorm I knew I would have to do it and everyone had told me like you have to get the you know the true college experience you have to move into a dorm and we didn't really get a choice as freshmen um we ended up there's like a housing lottery which is how you get to pick your dorm we got like <laughs> me and my roommates i think got like one of the dead last spots so like we really didn't get to pick and we were bummed bumped out about it at first because we were like dang we're gonna be in um daniel's hall which is like kind of known as being one of the like it wasn't a super nice one but and everyone was like oh it's like the party dorm which it really it wasn't it ended up being one of the best experiences ever like i would walk outside my room and people were always like talking to each other mingling like anywhere on campus you would see people that lived on your floor like on different floors and you would i like i still see them on campus today and i still say hi and it's really cool because i'm like I like met you and we like talked maybe a couple times freshman year, but we still recognize each other and still say, Hey, yeah. I, you know, I feel like you're just dissing Daniels because I loved Daniels. I love Daniels. No, I'm <laughs> saying like going in, I was scared because of what I had heard, but best decision ever. I would not trade it for the world. I was so sad to move out actually at the end of the year. It was so much fun.
0: Yeah. I remember my freshman year, like the last day when it's time to move out, I was like in tears, just thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm never going to have this experience again.
1: And this is like the best year of my life. Wow. Freshman year was so fun. And I'm like a washed up senior, sad I'm graduating. So I'm literally, (laughs) I was looking back through like my camera roll from freshman year. And I was like, this was just the best year ever. Like I took advantage of everything, did all this, all the things. And it was so much fun. I miss it. So if you're going to college and you're a freshman, make all the memories. You'll be sad as a <laughs> senior <year. laughs> And going off of that too,
0: you know, when you go to college, like you don't have to live in the nicest dorm to to have a great first year experience. And honestly, if you just live in like the regular dorms, like This sounds really weird to say, but like the cheaper dorms, you're going to find like the best, the best people, like the most fun experiences, like, and of course it's, it's, it's what you want out of your college experience. But from like both of our experiences, like we both had a blast. And the cool thing about Daniel's was that it was a completely co-ed dorm. So like we lived right beside, you know, guys or across the hall from guys and we had girls, you know, like right beside us as well. And like, that was super duper nice. It was really, really fun. Mm -hmm. It was a fun time. And then, like, what was your most
1: craziest Daniel story? Because everybody has one. Daniel's was a wild time. Um, we the <laughs> one that I had I forget completely forgotten about this until recently. My freshman year roommate reminded me, but we had the Daniel's Hall ham, and I, I know am. that sounds weird, but was this was around like Thanksgiving. I think someone had tried to do like a friendsgiving in one of the dorms, r- dorm rooms, or whatever but there's this massive frozen ham that just appeared in <laughs> the dorm building <laughs> I didn't one day I didn't say that. it it was massive and it got like you would come you would come home and open your door to your dorm and be like is the ham gonna be in my room today because it just got passed around (laughs) everyone's everyone's rooms it was in the elevators and it was there for like a couple weeks it was kind of it was really disgusting by the end of it but it was just funny because we all had like this um group chat and everyone would send pictures updates of where the ham was today and it was just funny and that's like something you're never gonna get living in like a nice apartment or like Anywhere else besides a college dorm freshman year.
0: Right. That community feel. The community feel. of you're like all in it together, literally. (laughs) I know for me personally, I think my favorite, or not my favorite, my most interesting memory um, by far was when I was, so when I lived in my dorm, I lived right beside the men's bathroom. And one day, I'm sorry to scare you all, (laughs) but one night I woke up at 4 4 a.m. with my roommates and someone was banging on our door my roommates like, don't open it, don't open it. I'm like, come on, like, let's go see. They were like, they were saying that it was uh, like the custodian or whatever. I'm like, let me go do it. And so I stepped down off of my my bed, which I like, like bunked high so I could have like my desk under it. I stepped down and I just step in a big puddle of water. I got, and I gasped. I'm like, oh! my roommates are like, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, it's wet. It's wet. Because somebody completely stuffed all of the sinks in the men's bathroom the sinks and the showers. so then it overflowed into our room and the rooms right beside us and that was just a really really interesting experience but you know at the end of the day like that was really you know gross but honestly sometimes things like that you're just like I'm really glad I got to have that experience because it's like
1: one of the stories. We're
0: not <laughs> trying to terrorize
1: forget. you, I promise. I swear. It's, it's funny. You look back and you're like, "This is a bonding moment for all of us that lived here," and it's just funny. Like every single year, we'll have a story.
0: Right. Right. And uh, stories like that, like, will never will like never leave your side and, you know, will never really happen again after you move out of that door. I'm not like nothing like that, you know. So it was really cool. Um, So I know I might have mentioned this earlier when I started introducing Sarah, but she's actually my big in my sorority. And being a part of Greek life is a huge um, consideration or decision you have to make when going to college if that's something that you want to do. Um, and if it is, then like what's out there and what's right for you. So Sarah's really cool because she happened to be president of our sorority Delta Delta Delta. And I just like want to ask what made you go through sorority recruitment going into your freshman year?
1: so i'm gonna preface this with i had no intention of rushing going through sorority recruitment (laughs) i had absolutely no intention i I was very gung-ho about it i was like i'm doing this i feel like it's one or the other my one of my (laughs) freshman year roommates was going through and she was like bug bug me every day she's like you have to do it you have to do it you'll never know if you don't try just go through recruitment if you hate it you can drop out and i was like fine whatever i'll try it and i was basing this off of like you know i had heard all the stereotypes i was like I don't think sorority life's for me. Like, I just don't think that I'm gonna fit in, but I went ahead and did it. So I went through sorority recruitment and it actually was so much fun. I had a blast in meeting all the different girls seeing all the different personalities the different philanthropies things that the chapters stood for was just really exciting for me i also think it depends on the school that you're going to i think uh university of cincinnati's greek life is just very laid back and chill Mm -hmm. so that was kind of what i was looking for i don't think i would have survived down south but
0: (laughs) And every sorority, like well, not every sorority, every university there, um, like the culture of their Greek life, Greek life, if they do have it, is different at every university. So just because there's a Tri Delta at the University of Cincinnati doesn't mean that there's going to be one at um, another university or the culture of the sorority might be different as well so um I could not agree more but I have to admit though like I was very gun home about it because I was like you know what I'm gonna do it I'm gonna put myself out of my comfort zone but Sarah's not like that (laughs) which makes (laughs) us a really great balance for each other (laughs) (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. the cautious one she is. I'm like, let's do it. Like, let's just go. Come on. <laughs> she, Impulsive decisions. Yeah. yeah let's do it. Like
1: both feet, feet first. Let's go. I'm, like, um, I'm going to dip my toes
0: in. Let me check. <laughs> um, so, and then when you were going through recruitment, you know, you have all these houses, right? So what made Tri Delta stand out to you?
1: Yeah. So honestly, the biggest thing when going through sorority recruitment is you need to know what you're looking for and kind of what's important to you. And I knew going in that the philanthropy was a really big aspect Mm -hmm. of why I was going to join. Um, And so um, Tridelta's philanthropy is St. Jude Research Hospital. And I had worked, I volunteered all throughout high school working on um, pediatric oncology at the local children's hospital. So that's children's cancer floor. Um, So that was like something that really resonated with me. And I was like, I would love to continue this journey of helping, um, you know, fundraise and help kids who are struggling with cancer. So that was a huge thing. And then the other thing um, that I really looked for was, I don't know, just the girls in general. I, I'm going to be honest, going through sorority recruitment. So like I said, mentioned before, I think um, I'm half Asian. So um, representation was really important to me. I didn't want to join a sorority where it was you know all everyone looked the same and everyone acted the same came from the same backgrounds because I knew it would be a lot harder for me to kind of fit in and I didn't want to like assimilate with everyone else I wanted to be able to be myself and be proud of like you know who I am where I came from and not feel like you know I was the odd one out or like you know the token um, person of color and so Tri Delta when I walked in I saw there was like um i mean every it it varies year to year you know but when i walked in i saw like you know immediately there was different everyone was just so unique like in personalities backgrounds things like that and that really kind of drew me in because i was like i looked at the sorority and i was like i don't have to try to conform and be someone i'm not Mm -hmm. to be able to be a part of this right
0: right and i think that's really important how you mentioned representation matters i could not agree more um And then, so, you know, you decided to try Delta and then I know we talk a lot about this because Sarah and I are both very driven people and and she's smiling. Um, But I want to ask you, you know, like why did you decide, you know, you mentioned earlier that you like the philanthropic part but I know that you really liked the leadership roles as well which sororities provide that provide so many opportunities for young women to take up leadership roles um, in their organization and being in a sorority and being um, in charge of it is kind of like running a business Um, but going off of that you know like what leadership
1: roles did you take and why did you decide to go for those? so go for
0: it but like right right. yeah
1: so it changed this year but um when I was going through all of like kind of like the leadership process um tried out really it was kind of like the chapter picked a role that really fit you so it was honestly kind of an honor to be chosen for a role because it was the chapter saw something in you this is where they wanted you to be um so freshman into sophomore year I was professional development so I kind of ran workshops um looked over resumes helped girls kind of better themselves for, I mean, their prospects for careers post-grad, which was really scary as a freshman. I felt like I had no idea what I was doing. And I don't know, it worked out in the end. It was a great learning experience. But um, that was my first one. Then I was vice president of public relations. So I was in charge of a leadership team that had 11 girls on it. So that that was like all of our philanthropy, socials, things like that. I managed all of our social media, uh, tabling efforts, things like that, any marketing. And then last but not least, like Via said, uh, I was elected collegiate chapter president. So before
0: we get into what the role of president is and everything like that,
1: I just like want you
0: all to know that 30 minutes before applications were due to apply for a leadership position, she literally texted me and said, should I do this? I'm like, Sarah LaVilla, why would you not? Why would you not do this? Like this, (laughs) like if you don't take this opportunity, number one, you'll never know. And then number two, like... If you don't do it, you'll always regret it. And I just remember, I was being I was so mad. I was like, you're going to be, like, you have the possibility to be president, Sarah LaVilla. Like, just do it. Go for it. Thank <laughs> God, because geez
1: louise. <laughs> okay. The backstory on that was, <laughs> I had just, I mean... So I know a lot of people will look at like sorority leadership and be like, oh, it's just a sorority, but it really does take a lot of your time, your mm. effort. You pour a lot of yourself into it, and I didn't want to experience burnout. I was like, maybe this is, you know, I've held a leadership position in the sorority for two years. Maybe it's time for me to kind of be a leader somewhere else or experience something else new. And so that's why I was, hadn't, like, I was like, maybe I don't fill out one this year because I don't know what I'm going to get, things like that. I did not expect to get president. I was a little bit in shock when I got that phone call. I was like, oh. OK, you know, when I said about burnout, oh, what's <laughs> Burn uh, that? That's <laughs> a, no, that's not a thing. I know I w- wouldn't take it back, though.
0: Yeah. And um, so tell us a little about like what president is and what you do. She's like, oh, my gosh, there's like so many things that go into it. And there is there is. Um, and I just want to preface this first. Being president in your sorority is it's not about a status. It's not about saying that you're president. It's about the hard work and the effort and the and the ability to lead a one hundred and fifty woman chapter. Um and so it's not about, you know, the status of it, but it's really about the the work that you put into it.
1: So honestly being president was not at all what I expected. Um, it's really just, you're on call 24 seven, you're on constant meetings, kind of organizing the flow of everyone in the chapter. You kind of sign off on everything. You have a finger, you know, figuratively speaking you have a finger in everyone's pies. So you're really trying to, you know, what everything's going on, you're managing projects, projects, excuse me. But it's it's such a lesson in leadership and management, and I would never have gotten that experience if I hadn't been president. So, I mean, you know, a day-to-day or a week-to-week, I had meetings four days of the week, at least I had put in so many hours. It really was like having another job, um, but it was, it was a great year. I, it was a hard year, I will say that, because I did get this past year with COVID, so that was really one where I was like, wow, I could have never seen this coming. And it was one, a year that I really had to adapt very quickly on a day-to-day basis. We had a lot that went on that year that was kind of a very stressful year, but um, we pulled through in the end, and I was really proud of how our chapter ended up.
0: Yeah. And kind of going off of that, the coolest thing was, um, you know, Sarah was the president, but I was like also on her like exec team and we would have meetings every Tuesday nights together and we would go over like a lot of things and, um, you know, being, you know, her being my big and us being friends in general, the, the growth that happened with like us and the year and like learning how to like lead and be empathetic and stuff was like a really, really great, um, time to spend together. And it was just, absolutely awesome so going off of that you know like what was um like what did you personally struggle
1: with so one of my biggest struggles was you know I'd always been on like the leadership team so I kind of knew how the chapter operated I knew kind of what it meant to be a leader but you know going up through that leadership structure you always have someone above you to look up to you'd be like someone to sign off on things and when you become president it's like All of a sudden, it's like, wow, you know, you're at the top. You don't have anyone else to look to. And sometimes you have, especially with the year I got with like COVID, with, you know, evacuating the house, making some really big decisions on like recruitment, things like that. You really have to, I struggled a lot with knowing what was the right choice because I couldn't, I mean, I could always ask, you know, my exec team, but at the end of the day, it was like me who signed off on things. And it was like, how do I make the best choice for this whole chapter? And how can I make some really hard decisions that, I, you know, I don't want to make, I'd rather just leave it up to someone else. So that was something I struggled with. And another one was kind of being t- like too, almost too invested. It, it mm-hmm. really, there are days it really took over my life. And I was like, wow, like this is just a lot. Like, I feel like I am eating, sleeping, breathing, bleeding tridelva <laughs> at this point, but it was nothing it, wrong with that. But sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it was a struggle in finding, you know, that work-life balance between uh, managing the sorority and trying to you know live my own life but right and then what were your highlights Uh, honestly I the highlights and some of my favorite memories from the year is just like that feeling of triumph when and just like victory I guess when you put so much hard work into something that was completely new and it paid off like running like fully virtual recruitment for the first time so stressful leading up to it but once we pulled it off got all of our um new members in the fall it was so rewarding us like yes we did it like it was a lot we didn't have a whole lot of help from a lot of people and we kind of had to figure it out by ourselves so it was really rewarding to see like us put in so much effort and then you know have it really play out in a way that worked well for us yeah
0: i I was on the other side. I was like a rogue gamma in which I was helping new members come in, but I remember just like watching like the recruitment videos and you know, you guys really putting in all this effort and the team bonding that happened, the unity that happened between the chapter. And I just thought that it was just absolutely amazing. So going off of that, you know, you, we talked about your highlights, but what was your absolute, you know, like
1: favorite memory? Uh, I would say I don't have like one specific one that stands out to me. I think Just the kind of the camaraderie that happened between, like me and my exec team. A lot of the girls who were leading that year, especially you know my my standards team, the five of us, like all my VPs and like me as president, we met like we spent so much time together. I don't know, it would have been bad if we didn't like amount of (laughs) time together. Amount of time, but it was I, you know, we got a ton of stuff done. We had to kind of deal with a lot of difficult things, but also there was those nights where we would just like laugh until we cried about the stupidest things, like. (laughs) i think we had like a 45 minute discussion about twilight one night for no reason like i don't know it was just those kind of relationships that i never would have gained otherwise if it's it was just fun we like messed around eating food in the basement just kind of like bonding those are my favorite memories i know
0: i remember those tuesday nights i never wanted to leave i like never wanted to go back upstairs and go back to (laughs) actual reality those were the best times So how did being in a sorority set you up for leadership in other roles or just like in your life in general?
1: Um, Like you said, kind of leading a sorority is almost like leading like a small business. The budget is thousands of dollars. Like you're, you're essentially managing, yeah, like a a startup business and it's, you, you learn so much about managing people, how to be empathetic, um, what kind of, what kind of leader you know, l- leaders that people need you to be and how you can kind of adjust your viewpoint to kind of be that for them, um, how you can like provide support to people. It, it's, it really set me up for any leadership role and I learned more being a sorority president than I did probably in anything else that I did in all four years of college. So it really set me up in so many different ways. I grew so much professionally and personally.
0: I- <laughs> I absolutely like, I think that that's just so amazing. So kind of going off of that, you know, we talked about, you know, leadership in, you know, organizations on campus and everything, but like, the coolest thing about Sarah is not just that she was sorority president, but her co-ops, right? So, like, tell us a little bit about, like, your co-op opportunities. Like, what internships did you take? I know that you started off at a really small local business, but then you ended up, you know, starting to move bigger and work for Express ExpressU. And then on to Urban
1: um, and moving out to Philly. Yeah, so this is one of my <laughs> favorite topics. I love talking about um, kind of internships, professional experience in during your college years. I think that's something that everyone should take advantage of. But yeah, so uh, UC's co-op program, just really, um, it's there. Let me start over. It makes it really easy for you to kind of take advantage of these opportunities. You can take semesters off and work for different companies. Um, My first internship, I worked at it was an electro- electrical part manufacturing company. So definitely not the sexiest job. But <laughs> it taught me more than anywhere else because it was a small business. So I did so much there. I feel like I just kind of like showed up on my first day, got thrown into the deep end. And I was like, wow, I don't know how to do any of this, but I'm going to you know, teach myself. I'm going to learn. And so I learned like all the foundation for what I would be doing in my other internships. Um, so that was in Cincinnati. I didn't have to move. But it was a really great opportunity. I did that in my sophomore year. Um, Next, I did so all throughout, you mentioned ExpressU, all throughout college. I've done a lot of like campus ambassador positions with different brands. So that kind of is a different direction. I did a lot of like um, social media marketing, um, brand efforts, things like that. So ExpressU, that was like a year long position where I worked with like the marketing team. And it was really fun for Express. I got a lot of free clothes. Great perk. And then after that, the best
0: part was that when she would tell me that she was on
1: campus, (laughs) I would be like, Do you have a size small? Hold stuff for me. They gave away so much free clothing. It was ridiculous. Like, I think I gave away at least like $400, $500 worth of merchandise every single time I had an event. It was insane. So they're great. Um, But yeah, so after that um, was my, I feel like it's honestly still sounds like a dream when I think about it, but I managed to land an internship with urban which is a parent company of urban outfitters free people anthropology terrain and all of their businesses so i moved to philly the summer um after following my sophomore year before my junior year um it was honestly such a cool experience it was really what um made me you know know that i wanted to go into the fashion retail apparel industry um the interview process was pretty lengthy. Um, I started, I think I had applied in like September and I didn't, I got the job offer in February, March, I think. So it was a really long process. I was like, there's no chance I get this. And then I got like the acceptance offer and I was like freaking out. So such a cool, such a cool internship, such a cool company. It was amazing. I think I posted pictures about it literally every day I was there. I was so excited.
0: It was the coolest thing to like watch it was the coolest thing to watch for sure so what was like the what was the interview process like because i know there are a lot of people in the world who want to go into the fashion industry and they want to know what like you need to prepare for what do the like what kind of questions do people ask
1: yeah so it definitely depends on what um department you're kind of looking at if you're going to go for a more shared service so something like finance um accounting it things like that Um, It's going to be kind of a more standardized process. But if you're going into a more creative field, so design, merchandising, buying, anything like that, uh, be prepared to kind of showcase your creativity. They'll probably ask you to put together like a mood board of upcoming trends that you think are going to be prevalent in the next coming seasons, things like that. Um, For me personally, I didn't have to do a creative project because I worked with um, kind of all the overseas vendors, which is what I want to do in the future. It was really fun for me. Um, but I had to do, I submitted my application, I had to do a phone interview, like an online interview. It's actually becoming really prevalent now with interviews where you'll record yourself answering the questions and send them in. So that was like the first or second round. Then I had um, two separate interviews um, at the home office with the different teams, recruiters, things like that. So. It was a it was a long process, but um, any competitive internship it's pro- it's what you can expect honestly because um, they really want to k- kind of find the best candidates out there for them, and you just have to show them that you're the best during the process. So,
0: <laughs> and what was it like moving to Philly from you know a small town Beaver <laughs> Creek to Cincinnati to then Philadelphia, Pennsylvania?
1: I was so scared. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> you were
0: scared Let to move into a dorm. You were. I w- <laughs>
1: Like, like, if you can't tell, uh, yeah, I like to stay on the safe side of things for the most part. But I was so excited. I was just scared because um, I had never, like... Moving to Cincinnati wasn't even that far. Philly was like nine hours away. Right, right. And I was moving by myself. No one was moving me in because great timing. My sister, my parents were moving my sister out of Australia from her study abroad. So I was (laughs) quite literally, yeah, I was alone. So I was like really nervous about that. But my roommates that I met um, who were part of the program as well, we all moved in together like on the same day or whatever, made it so much better um, relocating was such a breeze with them because I had friends I had people to do things with it made the move not so hard but Philly was so fun I traveled every weekend we went to like New York we went to Jersey Shore we went to DC explored Philly it was really just a dream and it kind of got me gave me a taste for what you know the real world is when I have a real job um hopefully working somewhere cool so (laughs) I always tell people that moving to Philly working for Urban Outfitters really ruined me because I was like now I have to have like my dream job and I'm not going to stop till I get it because I can't how do I accept like a boring expectations have gotten higher yes
0: (laughs) no but that's cool and you should dream big and actually create the future Um, so going off of that, I know you mentioned that your roommates kind of moved all, all moved in together, but like you have made like the most amazing friendships and she's smiling so big right now as you guys could see it, but she's (sighs) made the most amazing friends from that experience too.
1: It's just wild to me because we only worked there for 10 weeks. So barely over like two and a half months, but they are some of my best friends that, that I've ever made. I adore them like they we just clicked and I think that's part of what happens when you find your niche you know what you want to do and you meet like-minded people who are going for the same goals as you you just click much better and mesh much better Um, but yeah we're really close we have like all our group chats still going we talk in them like every other day and we have um, visited each other we all lived in very different locations so i'm from ohio one roommate was from kansas one was from portland and one was from maryland so we were all across the country but we still fly out to visit each other so it's it's been great i love them
0: i am just i love hearing this experience for you because i'm, I'm like so envious of it but i'm just like wait olivia wait <laughs> olivia you're not sarah lavilla sarah lavilla is going and living her own life um <laughs> <laughs> and then what was something that you gained from that experience
1: Everything, so much. I, I think the biggest thing I gained from that was one, the friendships and two, like I said, the knowledge and the conviction that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I wanted so to work. inspired right now. <laughs> I, I mean, it's really, you never know until you have the experience working in that. And it just like every day was just such an excitement. Like every day I went into work, it was like, it did not feel like a job. I felt like I was just living like my best life. Like, you know, you, see all these like documentaries or like shows about people moving to work in New York for fashion that's what I felt like every day it was like this is what I was meant to do and so when I came back um, that fall to UC I took up I took a minor in fashion I kind of picked up all these extracurriculars that were fashion based I started listening to fashion podcasts so that's that's how I really knew what I wanted to do
0: That makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of going off of that, you know, you had this big co-op at Urban and you're like, how am I supposed to ever get anything bigger than that? Literally, right? As a college student. (laughs) And then something really, really cool happened. And it's the fact that she just recently designed a line of clothing for Express.
1: Yes. So I'm
0: so, my, I'm such a big, I'm such, I'm like the biggest <laughs> fangirl of Sarah LaVilla guys. You have no idea. <laughs>
1: it's just, I feel like I struggle with like imposter syndrome because I'll be like, how does this keep happening to me? Like, th- is this really my life? Like, I pinch myself all the time. Like, I mean, and you know, if you work hard, these opportunities come, but it's still just like insane for me to be like, wow, this is what I'm living. But my, you know, relationship with the company express has been. Since sophomore year, like I said, I worked as a campus ambassador. I also inf- interned for them this past summer. So that was my third internship. So I got to see kind of like the corporate side of things. And then, yeah, most recently, um, I got an email kind of out of the blue end of July, early August. Um, and they kind of laid out their plans for Um, a customer designed denim line and they're like, hi, you'd be like, they basically were like, you'd be kind of like the perfect fit for this. Are you interested? And I was like, of course I'm interested. Like, why wouldn't I be? This is right up my alley. So I had worked on this denim line from starting around like August and it finally launched last month, a couple weeks ago in February. So it was a really long process, but I got to sit in with like um, the design team, um, different customer panels, kind of giving feedback on how, you know, fit sizes, aesthetic of the different jeans, washes, things like that should be changed. Um, I got the opportunity to shoot with their fo- creative photo team. Um,
0: okay, so before <laughs> you go into this, because I I, ha- I always forget that this happens, and then I have to tell everybody because I'm just your biggest fan I mean opera fashion this just Sarah's butt is all over the world
1: (laughs) oh my god so (laughs) let's clarify what that means so when I was like shooting for the line they were like let's get some detail shots of the denim so they had me in different like uh, modeling different poses yes and so one of the last ones it was like at the end of the day we were we had been shooting for hours and they're like okay just one more just like like, hold on to this railing. We're going to get some detail shots. I didn't know what, like, what they were taking pictures of because my back was to them. I was just like, oh, it'll just be, like, pocket details, <laughs> things like that. All the in-store signage comes out. And so, like, they had taken these pictures for, like, website use, promotion of the, uh, the line, and for all the in-store signage. So all of the signage comes out. And I go to, like, the website, my local express store, all the express stores, you know, across the U.S. And they have this picture, this one picture of my butt. They use, like... <laughs> in everything. And it was so funny because I was like, wow, (laughs) my butt's famous. But yeah, it was, it's, it was a good time. It was so exciting to see the entire process and be a part of that entire process, see it from beginning to end. Um, and I have such a, you know, bigger appreciation for what goes into the design process now.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's so cool because if you look at it and, you know, you, you mentioned that it was, what, like six six months long, like a six-month-long mm-hmm. process. So, yes. you know, like by the time like this, I always think about how when you, um, you know, you see that social media post and you're like, oh, like, okay, they just like took a few photos. But those like few photos are worth the months and months and months of preparation to just get to that one photo which i think is just so cool because um like the best thing the best things take the longest time and um so seeing you know sarah who never really told anybody never told anybody <laughs> about it and next thing you know we're like oh this is cool what the
1: heck <laughs> um, i mean with proprietary information i had to keep it under wraps so it was kind of like oh by the way I helped design a denim line. Here, casual, here
0: you are. Casual guys, no big deal. Just, you know, whatever. Day in the <laughs> life of Sarah Lavella. But still though, like, you know, you, you just never know, um, like all the cool things that somebody's doing until, you know, you post it on social media, but you know, the, it's not about necessarily like that one post. It's about like the hundreds of hours that you spent, um, going into it. So Kind of going off of that, I just want to know, like, how have these experiences changed you and how have it how has it like forced you to grow?
1: Yeah. So every I think with every internship that I took, it really I mean, every job I did was different. So it really forced me to grow professionally and kind of get an idea of what working in the real world was like. Um, And they really just forced me out of my comfort zone. Like I moved for every single one of them basically. Um, I was working with people twice my age on the same kind of projects, things like that. So it also was just, it forced me out of my comfort zone to even apply for some of these things. Cause I was like, you know, there's no chance I get this but I'm gonna do it anyways. I'm gonna, you know, give it all I got. And I I mean, I kind of was rewarded for it. So they really forced me to grow professionally, personally, um, in every way possible yeah i'm still like so inspired and just like
0: geeking out about this entire experience so you know kind of going off of that you know you you have this career in business and and fashion kind of what's next for you like what's the plan after this entire you know four years oh my
1: god it's it's wild to think that it's almost over college has been you know i feel like it's gone slowly but also so fast like i don't know where the time has gone and i know everyone says that but it's the truth. I mean, do all the things, you know. Do it all. Make all the memories because it, it goes so fast. But um next for me, I'm currently interviewing for jobs um in, you know, the fashion retail industry. Hopefully <laughs> I have one today. I'm very <laughs> nervous. But, um but I'm currently interviewing for these jobs. Um, hopefully in procurement sourcing, kinda what I said, like um working with the designers, buying teams to Create products and manufacture them overseas. So I'm excited. I hopefully will be moving to a big city, uh, maybe not this year, but hopefully soon. New York, here I come. It's my dream, um, but we'll see. I don't know. You never know what the future holds. But do you ever play the song like "New York, Here I Come" at all? Um, I play that song every time I'm gonna. I've visited New York so many times. I love New York. But right. yes, I yeah. I know people who live there, and I'll be like, one day that's gonna be one day. You're like, welcome to
0: New York from Taylor Swift, my oh. my New York song. Every time I like go into New York, is like, hey, look, Mall, I made it by Panic at the Disco. Like that's the one that I listen to every time I go. One of these days. I know, sis, I know. Okay, so going off of that, um, what is your dream job? I know, I know,
1: I <sighs> asked the difficult ones. I mean, so like I said, I would, I definitely would love to work in fashion retail. I would love to be working for a company that I per- that personally resonates with me. So clothing that I wear, brands that I really love. I would really, I actually, this is kind of weird, but I would love to work in men's fashion. I feel like it's very undervalued and underappreciated, And I, oh my God, I can totally see you in it. I love menswear. I think it's so fun. So hopefully one <laughs> day I will work in men's wear. Menswear. I, I do wear <laughs> men's clothing. <laughs> Everything's oversized for me, but it's a look
0: i love that that's so cool and then what is one piece of advice um, for somebody um and looking to go to a college or university like what's like one advice like one piece of advice you would give to them
1: um i would say just do your research so know kind of have an idea of what you're really interested in see like look inside yourself to see what your strengths are what you think you can see yourself making a career out of, that's going to kind of be the basis um, for what major you go into, kind of extracurriculars, shape your life around what you love doing and what you think you could be good at and where you think you can help the world in.
0: I love that. And then what about somebody who's wanting to go into
1: Greek life? So cliche, but be yourself. I know that sounds like, I know everyone says that, but being authentic will really help you. like be a part of something that you don't have you'll belong and you will feel like you don't have to change yourself you don't want to join an organization that you feel like you have to change yourself that you're not going to be yourself because you're just gonna be miserable and also remember that being a sorority doesn't being in a sorority like doesn't define you Mm -mm, um it's just one part of who you are that was how it was for me i know people like post all the time about being in a sorority and sometimes it looks like that's their only personality trait that's not the way it has to be that can be just one part of everything that you get to experience in college
0: mm-hmm could not agree more and then somebody who's wanting to go into the fashion
1: industry um <laughs> know what you're passionate about um the fashion industry is something you definitely have to be passionate about um but Also, just know that there's so much you can go into. You don't have to be a designer. You don't have to be super creative. I don't know how to sew. I cannot sew. I've never sewed a day in my life, and I want to go into the fashion industry. So just know that there's so many opportunities available to you. Um, Create your network. Reach out to people. That's going to be the biggest thing. It's kind of like who you know is a big part of being in the fashion industry, I will be honest.
0: And then if you could give one piece of advice to a young woman dreaming of creating her future, what would it be?
1: I would honestly, so <laughs> every, every decision you make, every opportunity, just say yes to every opportunity because even if you might not know how it fits into your story now, every step you take is just going to be a part of a bigger whole. It's going to be a chapter in this you know book that you're continuously writing. Um, I think I've gotten to where I am because I looked for every possible opportunity I could get and I said yes to all of them. And um, if you do that, I feel like you definitely can go far
0: awesome all right well that's all i have for you today thank you so much i love you
1: (laughs) thanks for having me this has been so fun awesome well i will see you all next week bye guys